to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. I am your host, Dr. Weta L. Brown. I inspire and promote movement. I explain how running adds to life from a mental wholeness aspect, how obstacles can be overcome in life to make it to your finish line. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy, episode 14. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things to do, cold weather running. I'm going to give you a few tips that will keep you running all year long, even if you live in cold places like I do, Chicago. I say it's one of my favorite topics because I love running in the cold. My favorite temperature is between 30 and 40 degrees Fahrenheit. I love the breeze. I love the wind. I live in Chicago, the windy city. I love the wind blowing as long as it's not too high of wind gusts. I love the solitude and the quiet because there are not many people on the trail where I run in the wintertime. No bikes, no people that I have to watch out for. It's just me and nature. So that is one of the reasons why I love running in the cold. And I also run in other inclement weather, rain, sleet, snow. I say I'm like the mailman or mailwoman. But I also have a video on my YouTube channel that I will leave in my show notes that you can actually see what I wear doing winter runs. I always say there is no bad weather, there's just bad gear. So if you have gear for every occasion, you'll be prepared. Preparation is the key. I've even run after a flood. I actually was interviewed by a news station in Philly. It was safe as the water had receded around Schuylkill River to where I used to run. But it was kind of like an obstacle course. I had to dodge puddles and artifacts that were in the Schuylkill River that washed the shore. So it was an interesting run. I talk about the time I ran in pouring rain in my book, Running is Cheaper Than Therapy. I had started running and it became my therapy, which is where the name of the book came from. I talk about this in a previous episode. I started running after my mother passed away with breast cancer. I was clinically depressed and I gained significant amount of weight and I started running to lose weight, but I realized that it helped my body, it helped my spirit, it helped my mood. So it became an addiction, particularly after I met a group of runners called United Nations. And I actually will have an episode with the head of United Nations. So this particular day, I had plans Friday to go out, but I had to get my running. I left my house. I lived in the condo at the time. Looked out the window, it was drizzling. So I just grabbed my waterproof jacket and went outside to run. Well, it ended up being a downpour about two minutes in. I could barely see. I neglected to get a visor or a hat. I usually run with one to keep water out of my face, but I had nothing but the waterproof jacket. So I could barely see. I had one eye barely open just so I can see where I was going. I needed some type of windshield wiper apparatus. I didn't have time to go back home 
And if I ran back home, I doubt I would have finished. So kept running with one eye halfway open. And ironically, I felt great. I felt free. I was like, this is not too bad. If I can do this, I have the mindset I can do other things that are hard, that are obstacles. Life lessons learned while running are in the midst of a race, as I always say. So I made it back home, took a shower, got dressed, and proceeded to go out. It was one of my most memorable runs to date. Also running in the snow, I've run in zero degree temperatures. I personally hate the treadmill, as I call it, the dead mill. The most I can run is three miles, and I have to force myself to do that. So I'd rather deal with the elements in the cold than to deal with the boring treadmill. First of all, let me talk about some of the benefits of running in the winter. Not just the benefits of running, which we'll talk about on another occasion, but the specific benefits of cold weather running. Yes, there are physiological benefits. Running in cold weather might help you burn more fat. Your body does extra work to keep you warm so the theory is that it burns more calories. So to negate the weight that some people gain in the winter because we're less active, we're inside, run outside in the cold weather. Another reason is the cold weather causes less stress on the body, which makes it easier to run. You wonder why Berlin Marathon had the last two world records because it's cool and it's flat. It's usually around 40 degrees Fahrenheit, my ideal running weather. So it's perfect for a personal vest. That Add that along with the flat course and the great crowd support. I love Berlin Marathon. It makes for just the right combination to run faster. And again, I love the feel of a cool breeze. I feel like it's blowing my cares away. This is the reason I prefer fall marathons. Although, unfortunately, most of the training is in the summertime. But my Chicago summer, I admit, is better than the summers in the South. Say, Mississippi, where I grew up. Or Georgia, where I was born. Or Florida, where I went to school. Those summers can be brutal. Another benefit, as I mentioned before, when I mentioned it helps you burn more fat, it can help prevent winter weight gain. We tend to move less and eat more, particularly around the holidays. The average American gains around 10 pounds during the holidays, probably more so last year with COVID. So to help prevent the winter and the holiday weight gain, just run more outside. Also, running in the winter can help with season affective disorder. And what that is, is the reduced level of sunlight in the winter and the fall. The decrease in sunlight disrupts your body's internal clock and can lead to feelings of depression. The theory is you get a drop in your serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that affects the moods. 
Exercise causes an increase in serotonin and endorphins and can make you feel better. So running is a form of therapy. I mentioned this before. There are less people running in the winter. So if you like the peace, the quiet, the solitude, go for a run outside into winter. It can give you this intense peace that's hard to describe. Let's talk about gear. Again, there is no bad weather. There is only bad gear. So you warm up and start to sweat, even in the wintertime. So keep that in mind when you get dressed. Don't wear 10 layers, but do wear layers. Because after you start running, you may warm up and you may want to take off that extra jacket and tie around your waist. So we'll give you some suggestions on your basic outdoor run wardrobe in the wintertime. You need me to vary some of it depending on how cold it is because the Chicago winter is not a Texas winter. And whether you run hot or cold. But average, after you start running, you warm up about 10 degrees. So we're going to start with the head and work our way down to the feet. So this is my guideline. And that Runner with World also has a great guideline. And I'll put it in the show notes. You can put in temperature. You can put in whether you run hot or cold, whether you're female or male, and it can recommend what you should wear. But a lot of it's trial and error. So a running hat. What I typically wear is a lightweight hat or beanie. For temperatures 30 to 40, I may do a light beanie and or a headband. I also have ear warmers. So if I have a small beanie that may not cover my ears very well, I will use my ear warmers. For temperatures 10 to 20, again, the heavy beanie and a thick face gaiter. For single digits, I have a ski mask and a heavy beanie. Funny story, I was going for a run about five in the morning and it was really cold. So I had on my hat, I had on my ski mask, I had on the rest of the outfit, which I'll go into more detail. And I ran in the elevator and I scared the man. So it might be a good idea to put your ski mask on after you get outside. So gloves, these are the most important. My hands are cold. I may be warm everywhere else, but my hands are always cold. So for temperatures 40 and above, I don't wear gloves. For 30 to 40, I wear light gloves and sometimes mittens. If it's closer to 30 degrees, I go with mittens. 20 to 30, I wear mittens and I have hand warmers that I use. Sometimes I don't open them up until I go outside to determine how cold it really feels. For 10 to 20 degrees, I wear mittens again and I put my hand warmers in before I leave my home. For single digits, again, mittens and hand warmers. The theory behind mittens is your fingers are side by side. They keep the other fingers warm. So if you're in a glove, each finger is in its individual compartment. And with mittens, you can use the heat from your other fingers to help keep warm. So mittens are better than gloves when it comes to colder temperatures. Next, we'll go to our base layers. Tops. 
wool and fiber that wicks moisture such as dry fit are the best choices they keep your body warm you should avoid cotton since it can get wet and is right next to your skin so for temperatures 30 to 40 i wear a dry fit usually long sleeve shirt but a thinner one 20 to 30 a long sleeve shirt but thicker from 10 to 20 degrees the dry fit long sleeve shirt is thicker single digits the same the jacket is the next thing you want to be concerned about multiple layers but some people wear multiple base layers and then a jacket i usually do one base layer and i may do multiple jackets depending on the temperature for temperatures 40 and above i wear a light jacket and i may take it off because 40 to me i can have my arms out but it depends on the wind and the direction because sometimes when i run in one direction i'm warm and when i come back due to the wind i'm cold so i'll have a light jacket or if i'm racing and i don't want to be bothered with a jacket i'll use hand warmers and i can take them off so for 30 to 40 degrees i wear a singlet again and a light jacket or sometimes i'll wear a like a base layer and a vest for 20 to 30 degrees i'll wear a, again a single light jacket a fleece jacket over it or sometimes i'll wear a thicker base layer and a vest for 10 to 20 degrees i do the base layer light jacket and do my fleece jacket single digits the same in regards to running tights or pants for 40 and above shorts 40 is usually my cut off as far as pants and shorts for 30 to 40 degrees i wear light tight 20 to 30 thicker tights and for all lower temperatures i wear thicker tights socks i would stay away from cotton socks and shoes again socks that will wick away moisture and keep your feet dry and warm wool socks are a good choice and the 40 and above i just use moisture wicking socks for 30 and anything below i use thick wool socks and i like to wear the longer ones that way so it, i make sure i cover all areas of my leg depending on the length of my tights if i don't wear the long wool socks i may have some skin exposed and they can get cold running shoes make sure you wear running shoes that fit your feet correctly if you wear thicker socks in the winter make sure your shoes accommodate them and look at the bottom of your shoes too you want to make sure you have enough traction to grip the road or trail so you don't slip if it's slippery from rain snow or ice some people buy additional devices such as yak track to provide traction if you run in snow or ice i don't like them because they cause aggravation to my feet just the pounding they hurt my feet so i just make sure that i'm careful and i slow down when you're running in the elements if it's snow or ice or if it's been snowing even if it snowed a couple of days ago there's black ice so you want to be careful you don't want to make running in the winter you don't want to try to get a personal best every time you 
hit the pavement because you may fall. You want to make sure you slow down and be careful of your footing because you don't want to injure yourself trying to get a personal best in the winter after a snowstorm. Waterproof jackets are a must. I have a thicker one and I have a thinner one. And also a tip I learned was to spray a windbreaker with sneaker water repellent and just reapply it after you wash. That will make a regular light jacket into a waterproof jacket. Again, visors and bibs are a must in the rain. It keeps water out of your face. And also take out, if it's snowing, particularly if it's snowing a lot, I'll pull out my ski goggles so I can see. So that's a tip I learned from one of my friends, Erica. And again, Runner's World has a great tool. You can input the temperature, whether you run hot or cold, and it will give you suggestions on what you need to wear. Also, something to be concerned of when you run in the cold is safe. It's dark early in the morning and late at night due to short days during the winter. So be careful, especially for women and other minorities. Know where you're running. Tell someone where you're going. And they also have tracking devices so you can track your location with your phone or an app. Have reflective gear and headlights. I run with a taser. Thank God I never had to use it. And where I run, it's well lit and it's downtown. So I feel safer than just if I was running, say, in a rural place with no lights. But be careful. And I'm always cognizant of my surroundings. And if I'm running at night or when it's dark, try not to run with headphones because I want to pay attention to my surrounding. If someone comes behind me or comes next to me, I want to be cognizant of who that person is. Also, another benefit which I didn't mention, is running in fresh snow means a little more work. It's like trail running. So you get benefits that you would not get running, say, on a treadmill or running in the summer. So that is another benefit of running outside. But you want to be careful. And you may be sore, like different type of sore, after running on the snow than you would just doing a normal run. Also, make sure you hydrate. You may think you're running in the winter, you're not going to sweat as much, but you still sweat. You can make sure you have proper hydration. And in Chicago, we have water fountains on the trail that were active before COVID. So you want to take your water with you. I use a collapsible water bottle. I love it because after the water's gone, I can just collapse it. I can actually put it in my pocket. So I'll put a link for it on the show notes if anyone is interested in purchasing it. So these are some benefits to cold weather running, some gear that may help you. If you have any comments or if you're a fan of cold weather running, please message me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Also, one thing I forgot to mention is before I take off, I always look at my app and I go by the real feel versus the actual temperature because the wind chill may be totally different than the actual temperature. So I always go by the real feel when I am planning my venture out into the cold. And I try to, particularly when I run 
in the morning, in the winter. Have everything laid out the night before. So I have no excuses because it's really hard to get out of a nice warm bed and go out in the cold. So thank you for listening. up this episode of running is cheaper than therapy podcast thank you for tuning in please if you already haven't download running is cheaper than therapy podcast on itunes spotify or however you listen to your favorite podcasts if you have any questions comments or possible show topics please email running is cheaper than therapy olb omahalovebrown at gmail.com again that is running is cheaper than therapy O as in Omaha L as in love B as in brown at gmail.com Dr. Brown can also be reached via Twitter Facebook Instagram and YouTube handle we O-U-I life L-I-V-E we O-U-I love L-O-V-E Again, we, O-U-I, life, L-I-V-E, we, O-U-I, love. Thank you, and please tune in again.